Down with the Killers. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's me, Sean Killer. Hey, and um, this podcast is going to be a little different, and content going forward is going to be a little different. Uh, Because as most of you probably have figured out, most of my content is from a video that we created, and I extract the audio from that video, and I make it into a podcast. It's called repurposing content. A lot of most content creators that you are familiar with do that. They take something, some piece of content in some form, and they take that and they produce other pieces of content out of that. For example, if it's a video, they take the audio from the video and make an audio file into like a podcast. And then from that content, they take the quotes out of it and they make the quote cards that you see on social media, which is a picture with words on top of it. The words are the quote card. The quote came from the content. And then they they kind of do that over all the tons of different apps and content platforms. So that's what I had been doing. But I realized that that is hindering a few things by just doing that. For one, it, 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 I don't want all the content to always feel like it has to be recorded on a video first so I can always repurpose it. Sometimes inspiration hits or sometimes there's just something important that needs to be said. Uh, and you want to just be able to create. That's why a platform like Anchor is great. Because for y'all don't know, right? I'm doing right now. I'm recording this through my iPhone. Then I take it and I upload it to an app called Anchor. Then Anchor is amazing because Anchor don't cost no money. And Anchor broadcasts it to like eight different podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, and so forth. So if y'all interested in creating content in the form of audio, like you're listening to right now, Anchor's a great way to start. Um, anyway, so on to kind of what uh, the purpose of today's message, because um, I just felt like, you know, I'm not going to even make a video of this. I just want to just record it and put it out because I think it's very important. So my message today is about, is it worth it? Because a couple of days I was thinking about something oh I, w- I was I w- it was is in the morning I was on my way to work and I just felt this this inspiration come to me and the inspiration was this my wife and I have a great marriage it's not perfect it's a but it's a great marriage and when I say it's not perfect but the but means like people's idea of a perfect marriage is like no fighting and like just like there's low stress and this and that and no 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 our marriage oh I I shouldn't say our marriage gets stressful life gets stressful but the thing that allows us to manage a chaotic and sometimes stressful life is our marriage and I was thinking of why, you know, we're, we're, we're pursuing greater financial freedom. We're pursuing parenting. Like, you know, we're parenting right now, trying to do the best job we can. We're trying to grow our testimonies and our faith. Um, we're trying to, you know, improve our bodies, you know, physically. Um, you know, we're trying to learn things, get better as people, this, that, and the other. 
And we can be impatient in some of those areas, you know, like like times when the kids just aren't behaving or or just financially like uh, we got bills that we got to pay. And, you know, we're going to have the money. And we want to get into real estate, things like that. Um, uh, you know, just like there's times when we struggle. We're not studying our scriptures as much as we'd like to. Things of that nature. Right. And I thought I'll, we get really impatient with those things sometimes. However. In our marriage, it doesn't seem to be that way. And why? Like, like, like my wife and I, we love each other. We support each other. Uh, you know, we, we have little arguments here and there, but we, 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 her and I, you'd be surprised how quick we are to apologize to each other. And just, we just, we don't like, we, we just want each other to be happy and find, be fulfilled. And I thought, why is it that we can be so patient with, with each other? Why is it that we can have this marriage where we're so supportive of each other and just like we literally when we go to bed at night, it literally like like imagine when you were when you were younger and you had a friend and you got that opportunity to to have a sleepover at that friend's house. So they came to sleep over at your house and just like how fun it was and like. Y'all like get the sleeping bags or the blankets or whatever, and you lay next to each other, and you and you, you, it's a hard time falling asleep because you're having a great conversation. Um, you know, you're just homies, and you just you just feel so good about that friendship that you have. That's what marriage. That's what bedtime is like for me and my wife. That's what it's like. It's my, I, I go to bed every night with my best friend, guys, and it's so it's so it feels so good. So. What, what is it about that? Because y'all know marriage ain't easy. Some people are destroyed, not by marriage, but the things that happen during marriage, you know, the atrocities, the, uh, the cheating, the money, the, the abuse, the, the lack of trust and, you know, any number of things that, that marriage just can ruin the rest of their lives if, if, if bad things happen. And I thought, why does it seem like it, it's, it works so well for us? I'm going to tell you. It's because of the perspective that we're not going anywhere. And yes, I understand that I could die. I could get in the car today, get hit by a car, another drunk driver or something and die. Um, you know, and, and life is going to end. Even if we die from natural causes years from now. Yes, I do understand that's going to happen. But... Oftentimes, when people are pursuing something in life, they have this impatience. Like, I got to get it by this time. So how am I do it? Oh, can I, should I do this? Should I do that? Oh, man, I, I, what, what, what can I do to get it? And it's like, it's, they feel like they're running out of time. They feel like they're, they're in a situation where, where, like, I have to get it by this point so I'm not suffering anymore. I, I want to be out of this job by X date. Or, you know, like, 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 I got this thing coming up, so, so my kids better not interfere with it, or, or, you know, I mean, just think about anything in your life that you're impatient about. It's usually because there's some time constraint, or artificially, or there actually might be a time constraint. But see, in our marriage, there's not, there, my wife and I, we're not going anywhere. There's not this, oh, we gotta get it all in in the next five years because she's going to be out of my life or we, 
I, I mean, does that make sense? I, I really hope so. So how does that correlate to like patience? Well, ideally, like, you know, my wife and I were in our 30s. We imagine we'll probably live, hopefully, if we're blessed to live to 80, 90 years old, we got about 50 to 60 more years together. So if we got that much time, why don't we just settle in, wake up every day, pursue the things that will be fulfilling to us, love each other, grow, help support each other, and just do what we can to bring joy to each other's life. And that mentality has allowed us to be so supportive, so loving, and so easygoing. And that we're able to enjoy the process of being married. And I thought to myself, hmm, well, if the not if, if there's no time constraint on marriage and that allows us to be patient in marriage and that patience allows us to find joy and fulfillment in marriage then maybe the key to success in other areas of our life is to take a look at the things in our life and realize is there a time constraint on it like, so the other day I was having, I was having some doubts about creating content and I was sitting there wondering, is it going to be worth it? You know, uh, I alluded to this in, in, uh, I think on my Instagram not too long ago that season two would be starting. If you're listening to this podcast, um, I, at the, at the time of this recording, I have not yet started season two we're kind of planning that right now and, and kind of the direction we're going to go, but we're going to open it up. We're going to open the content a little bit more to, to, to content or to topics and subjects other than just relationships. We will talk a lot about relationships and things like that. And I'll go more into that, you know, as we approach that, but, but, um, I was having some doubts about content and wondering like, you know, before I get too deep into this, is it going to be worth it, um, to really grow, now with a lot of the algorithms and things in social media like you have to buy ads like they want you to spend money and then you know there's other things and other services and other you know professionals and things that we may have to consider utilizing to to grow to grow an audience and to uh, to to get the better the, the greater reach and engagement that we would like and i was you know thinking about like if i go down that rabbit hole of starting to spend money like is it gonna be worth it you know because we work hard for our money we want to make sure it's being utilized in the right places so uh, i was having a lot of doubts about that because you know right now as far as creating content at a, on a greater scale like a formal scale like structured in different platforms and outlets i never really done that before so i don't really have a lot of data to know like are people really caring about what we have to say? And a lot of people who, you know, listen to the podcast, download the podcast, watch our stuff might actually care. But the sample size is so small, it's just hard to tell. And, you know, my concern is, 
you know, spending X amount of dollars and looking back and be like, man, that was a massive failure. Nobody really cared what we had to say. I'm not nearly as my content is not nearly as valuable as I would like to think it is. Things of that nature is what I was kind of worried about. And my loving wife said, you know what? People do care. What we had to say is important. It comes from a great place. And, you know, we're going to give it some time, be creative and, and put out a, an amazing product. And and if it doesn't quite hit like we would hope, we re-strategize and we keep at it. And just being like the all-star wife that she is. And then I saw a, a guy posted on a video of this Miss USA winner, a black lady. Her name is Deshana B something. Um, and she told a story how like she was working at a Target and a lady came up to her and was asking her all these questions. And, you know, and she's like, oh, man, you, you know, you could be uh, Miss America. She's like, you meet me tomorrow. We're going to talk. And so she said, yo, they sat down with y'all may have seen this video on social on social media. It's kind of it's a viral video. And she said, hey, so uh, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to help you get into pageants. I, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing the heck out of this story, um, j- but just for time. Um, so. She did what she had to do to get prepared for the pageant, uh, went up for the pageant, first time, lost. Went there second year, lost. Went there third time, lost. Fourth, fifth time, lost. And I think it was the sixth time she went back and she won. And she was talking about giving up. Uh, that was that was the context or that was that was the whole point of the story was was now she's this you know pageant winner. She's a motivational speaker, travels around the world, touches so many people's hearts. But if she would have given up, she would have never achieved that that goal. And she would have not been able to make the impact and would have just been stagnant in a situation. And guys, I'm going to tell you, all my desire, like like what I truly want to do with my life. And, and and this this isn't like a money thing or anything like that. It's just like like a, as far as a true desire, a true calling, is to be able to touch the lives of other people and help them, like overcome concerns that they have and help them realize that their dreams, excuse me, can be a realized existence. And my wife, she has goals and dreams to be able to help people in so many different ways. I don't want to speak for her. I'll have her speak on her goals and dreams um, another time when when we can get her uh, on the audio. Um, you know, and, and every time I think about, oh, getting hard or not making or whatever, and I think about, you know, kind of what I might have to settle to do, I just there's still that thing inside that says, yo, just like, nah, like this is what you got to do. This is this is where your heart is at. So um, I'm going to kind of conclude, you know, this this episode here. uh, Just by saying that the realization of why. Our marriage has been such a success. Those reasons and those kind of. the, The kind of the perspective is what I need to utilize in every other area. Realize that it's not going anywhere. Like, 
I don't have this gold like, oh, I'm only going to create content for two years. So I better hurry up and be successful and reach the mountaintop. No, I'm going to create content as long as I can. As long as there are people that I could possibly touch and inspire, I'm going to create content. So what's the hurry? Just just be real, authentic and put it out. And the people will resonate with it if it's good enough. And if it's not good enough, it'll get better. Because if that's what I'm supposed to do, that's what I'm going to do. And so I want to share that 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 piece of content or sorry, that piece of perspective with you guys listening. Really take a look at the goals that you have in your life. And is there a time frame? And does there need to be a time frame there? Now, I'm not saying don't set a goal. Set a goal, 100% set a goal. But is there actually a time frame for the for the desires of your heart where if you don't reach the if you reach the end of that time frame or sorry, I'm like kind of getting this messed up. There's a time frame in your mind. Like there's some type of urgency that you have for a goal that you have. Now, what is that urgency based on? Is that urgency based on the fact that there's literally a time frame that you have, like a deadline, like a hard deadline that the opportunity goes away? Or is there urgency just because you need to be more patient? Because if there's something you desire, like like if you don't have the body that you want, what is the urgency that's making you want to like panic? Like like you want to have your body ready by the summer? Well, your body's going to be around for years. So please, or you know, if you're blessed, you know, hopefully you're living a long life. So please don't do things that are destructive to that goal of having the body that you want. If you have this urgency to like achieve some goal that you have, don't be so urgent about it that it depresses you if you don't reach it in a certain time. Because at the end of the day, if we have this urgency about goals and we do not reach the goal when we feel like we have to have it, what then happens is you quit. And I don't want nobody to quit on a goal that they have that's, that's, that's a righteous goal. That's a goal that would bring them true joy and happiness. I don't want anybody to quit. I don't want to quit. So I just have to remember to be patient and enjoy the process and enjoy the journey. Anyway, I don't know why my voice is getting so quiet, but um, that's what I wanted to share for today. I really hope this has been meaningful to you. This is coming straight from the heart, y'all. Straight from the mind of just like wanting to help because it's helped me. And so I'm so thankful to God for putting things in my in my consciousness and in my path of life these last few days to help me get over some concerns that I had and um you know especially first and foremost my wife Sierra Queen Killer she's the best she's the goat as they like to say 
So anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Um, and I will tell you, a lot of the content that will be coming forward in the in the future here will be a lot more like this. Still, still audio from video, but also just some native audio in the closet recorded through the iPhone. Anyway, we appreciate y'all. Have a good one. The Down With The Killers podcast. I'm Sean, and with my wife, Sierra, we create content for relationships. We focus on helping you improve connection with that special person in your life through personal development. We provide tips, insights, stories, perspectives, and experiences to help you become the best you you can be. Whether you're married with children and looking to improve on the life you're building, or single and solo and looking to start a fulfilling relationship, we'd like to help you with that. So check out our latest episodes, share them with those you care about, and even let us know if you have a topic you'd like us to cover. You can always connect with us on social media at Down With The Killers.